Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. And a good morning, listeners. Welcome back to the program here. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Terry. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Hey, I can't complain. I'm excited because uh, we have a guest on the program. And if I don't recall, it, this is the first time we've had a guest on our show. Yeah, it actually has been, or, or maybe the second time, but we haven't had many. Yeah, and uh, so I will let you take it from here and introduce our guest uh, on today's program. Sounds great. So, in this day and age, it's hard to go a day without seeing somebody selling a product for like a multi-level marketing company, or what we call MLM. Being part of an MLM can bring some interesting tax misconceptions. So to discuss this, I have brought Heather um, from one of our offices at Hawkins Ash, who specializes in this area, to, uh, to join us. So welcome, Heather. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me. You bet. So you've been working with clients involved with MLM for a long time. What would you say is the most common misconception? The most common misconception is that once you sign up to sell for an MLM, you can just start deducting personal expenses on your taxes that you normally wouldn't be able to. I'm sure you're familiar with that saying, if it sounds too good, too good to be true, it probably is. Um, we have all seen people online, especially on Facebook, who are promising low hours, big money, and large tax deductions just for joining their team. In the past, I have heard of people saying they can deduct, they can deduct their mortgage slash rent payments, their cell phone and internet expenses, subscriptions like Amazon Prime, even pet expenses, all because they're part of an MLM. And that's simply not the case. So are you saying that none of what you mentioned are eligible for tax deductions? I'm not saying that at all. There are many great legitimate tax deductions you can utilize to reduce your income from being part of network marketing. However, there are limits, like with everything. Let's touch on deducting your rent slash mortgage expenses. Most of us have seen the movie The Accountant with Ben Affleck. There's a great scene where Ben Affleck's character, who is a CPA, goes to a client's house and is giving them bad news about the tax they owe. As they're sitting there, Ben notices some jewelry pieces on the table. What results is he convinces the couple they have a home-based business and they can deduct home office expenses because they work at the kitchen table, thus lowering their tax burden. I guarantee you every accountant that saw that scene cringed, just like I did, because it's factually incorrect. The home office deduction can be an incredibly lucrative deduction, but there are pretty strict rules. The biggest rule is that in order to deduct a portion of your housing expenses, you have to have a room that is exclusively used for your business. So you can keep inventory and record your Facebook Live videos in there, but if your children decide to use that space to do homework or if you're trying to claim the family living room as an office, it doesn't qualify for the deduction. You know, that's good stuff to know. Now, you mentioned deducting your cell phone and Internet expenses before. I assume if I'm conducting my own business over Facebook Live that I can deduct pretty much all of my phone and pretty much all of my Internet costs. Is that right? Unfortunately, not. Like all things, when you are self-employed, you can only deduct the portion of your expenses that are used for business. For instance, if you spend two hours a day using your phone for business and six hours a day for personal purposes, only 25% of your phone expenses are business. That's the case for everything, internet, computer, even your Amazon Prime subscription. So, you know, it would be really hard for me to figure out how much of my Amazon Prime purchases are actually for business and how much are for personal use. <laughs> yeah, it can be. Um, thankfully, the IRS allows a reasonable estimation. Excuse me. You can keep track as best you can with a log. Otherwise, the easiest way is to completely separate business and personal. It might be a pain having two phones or two Amazon accounts, but it will save time and effort with record keeping in the long run. So what else should we know before considering jumping into a, an MLM type business? 
The biggest thing people, people can be unaware of is when you sell for an MLM, you're an independent contractor. 100% of the commissions you earn will be reported to you on a 1099, and you'll be subject to self-employment tax in addition to regular income tax on those earnings. The potential higher tax can, makes it important to claim every legitimate deduction to which you are entitled. So if I'm worried about my income this year being too high, can't I just buy a bunch of stuff at the end of the year and take it as a deduction? Unfortunately not. If you make $10,000 in product purchases during the year but only sell 7000 of that, you cannot deduct the remaining 3000 in that year. You have to include it in inventory until those products are sold. All right. Now, you mentioned something at the very beginning, so i got to go back to it. Can people really deduct, like, pet expenses on their tax return? Most of the time, they cannot. There are very few instances where unusual deductions like that are allowable. That's why it's important to work with a tax professional who can advise you before you take a risky tax position and end up in trouble down the road. Heather, thanks so much for being with us today. If you need further information, please feel free to visit us at our website, www.hawkinsashcpas.com, or you can follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Heather. And we'll talk to you guys next week. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at hawkinsashcpas.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.